0: First Word, Pastor Dave here, coming to you live from Linwood, Minnesota. No First Word yesterday, my apologies for that. Uh, The day got away from me, but we're back today looking at the book of Mark. First Word's a podcast where we study the Bible together. And so today we're in uh, Mark chapter 8. Beautiful day, almost 70 degrees in Minnesota, so hopefully you get a chance to be outside a little bit. Snow might... uh, be gone after today, or at least most of it, and we hope that spring just keeps coming to the beautiful state of Minnesota. But let's take a minute and uh, dive into Mark. We're gonna read Mark chapter eight, verses 27 to 33. Here we go. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way he asked them, who do people say I am? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others say one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, you are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns the word of the Lord all right so review since we haven't met for a while right before this there was a blind man that was healed in a two-part healing and scholars think that it seems to be an indication of how the disciples were slowly understanding who Jesus was this whole time we're thinking about are you are you willing to see and are do you have ears to hear and so in Mark 8, this first part we read, Peter seems to be finally having eyes to see and having ears to hear. There's a breakthrough. When Jesus asked the disciples, who do you say I am? Peter, the leader, the bold one, he spoke up and he said, Jesus, you are the Messiah, which was correct. He wasn't Elijah. He wasn't Moses. He was the Messiah. But that begs a second question that the book of Mark is now going to focus on. What is the mission of the Messiah? What is the Messiah going to be? What is the Messiah going to do? What's the mission of the Messiah? And then in Mark 8, verse 31, the gospel takes a turn. Jesus has shown who he is, the Messiah, and now he's going to show that the mission of the Messiah is to suffer and to die. The mission is for Jesus to take to himself all of our sin so that humanity, you and I, can be free from the burden of sin. We can be a forgiven people, a saved people. And when Peter hears this, Peter goes very quickly to, to being right, to being very wrong. In Mark 8, verse 31, Peter takes Jesus aside and Peter's a bold person but just think about how bold this is he takes Jesus aside and remember Peter had just said Jesus you are the Messiah but now Peter who is not the Messiah he's going to rebuke the Messiah and he does he rebukes Jesus it's a reminder that as humans we can say and do a lot of dumb things from time to time if you've ever regretted words that have left your mouth and we all have You have a friend in Peter. I have a friend in Peter. Peter rebukes Jesus. It doesn't go so well. Get behind me, Satan. In the Greek, it's like saying, get out of my sight or get in line. Jesus is saying, the way of my life, following me, is a way of self-sacrifice. Jesus says, you have in mind human concerns. And what the Jewish people thought was that the Messiah was going to be this This warlike figure that was going to lead them to defeat Rome and to make Israel great. Jesus' mission was far, far greater than that. Jesus seemed to see his mission through the lens of Isaiah 53. I won't read that for you this morning, but if you have a Bible or you can go online and just type in BibleGateway.com, read Isaiah 53. This seems to be the lens that Jesus saw himself through and eventually Peter will have eyes to see and ears to hear. Peter will go from a man who's very human and he pulls out a knife and he cuts off someone's ear as he tries to defend Jesus in the garden before the crucifixion, thinking we're gonna fight like all humans fight. He goes from doing that to being a person, a man who was willing to be crucified himself. So remember today, friends, God is patient, forgiving God. We see, see it for Peter. It's true for you and for me. Jesus' way in in the book of Mark is a way of a suffering servant. Living your life completely as you can in service and relationship to a loving God is a beautiful way to live. Living your life completely for others. As we'll see, Jesus says, this is the way of Jesus. To live your life not for yourself. It's what the heroes do in our movies, right? They give up their life for others. So many of our heroes are Christ-like figures. And to do that is an amazing way to live. It's heroic, it's inspiring, it's beautiful. But as we can see in the next few verses, denying yourself and letting go of my desire to serve me, Dave, that is simply the greatest challenge of our lives, each and every day. Friends, I hope you have a good day. Thanks for studying Mark 8 with me. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. First word, our artwork is by Emily Lemon. Sound production by Chris Doltzman. And original music, which we'll end with here, is by my friend Lonnie Leo. Enjoy your beautiful Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.